T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Stuck about swinging splitter. Here's the standing ovation for the Rocket, Roger Clemens. One, two, three, go the Pirates. Jeter just came over to pound him on the back. The standing O continues. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. fans of the sports let's get back into it km to am you got me till midnight so good news there's still three hours left to call 877-337-6666 jarvis thanks for holding up in harlem you got it man you're on the fan uh what's up keith how you doing good bro i knew it took uh you know too long to get to you but i, I had to get some yankees end of the season postseason thoughts off yeah. and uh yeah you know, roll back into the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch the last regular season game against the Royals. I lost two out of three, but you know, this it doesn't mean anything. So you know, season been over already. But talking about the Jets and Zach Wilson from Sunday's game and against the Chiefs, what say? You know, everybody say like, oh, he has a good performance, but first time like in a one good game against the the Chiefs, and you know, to think that he's He's Zach is back on track. It's like I mean, it's like it's only one game because you know, because you know the season, you know, but um, the the Jets and you know, and then I listen to Brandon Tanya saying like, oh, he's he's I know he's defensive. Zach wants to say he's going to be the next superstar. I'm like, what is he talking about? I mean, it's not ridiculous. I just he's delusional. Like, what is he talking about? Good for BT I mean, man. He is a a diehard Jets fan looking for anything from the. We're I don't unkillable. know what you said. What, if you can't kill us, you can't. We're unkillable. And now you know Zach's a stallion. He's an artist. He's a superstar. Right. Like, good BT. Fire up the Jets fans, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. Be, believe in the hype. And think that like the like the it would be one and three. Think that oh the season's not over. But you know they're gonna lose the next two games. But I don't think they're beating the Broncos. I don't think they're beating the Eagles until the bye weekend. You know they got played the Dolphins twice and the Patriots and other teams are like everybody say the win. Oh the oh, the um. The Broncos a winnable game. Oh, it's a winnable game. Oh, they should beat the uh, the uh, the Broncos. I mean, like they gotta go to Maha Stadium. That's a tough place to win. Yep. I mean, so I mean, it's not that easy. So I nothing mean, is easy. No, there's no easy wins in the NFL. The Bears thought they had an easy win against those guys too. 
Yeah, and they blew a 28 nothing lead and let them lose it by 3, 31-28, which is like, you know, still winless over 4. So, uh, and then they got a game on um, the Bears and the Commanders, which I'm not interested in watching that on Thursday, which is not must-see TV, so I'm not interested in watching that. So, um, so it's, you know, it's just nothing to watch, so... So watch yeah. some, watch some baseball, watch some postseason baseball. But I know it's different when there's no Yankees in it. It's like, yeah, it, it does not hit the bad. same. It does not hit the same. Yeah, yeah. So it's not the same. So we don't know what they're gonna do in the offseason. So you know. So yeah, we'll see. On to Jets Giants, uh, October 29th. That's the Super Bowl. Thanks for calling, Jarvis. Appreciate you always calling uh, late night and early. So you know, back to what he was saying about Zach Wilson in the one game and. Of course, you turn on the fan and, you know, Jets fans, they're all different. Um, You know, but BT, I know, is a diehard Jets fan that is invested in this season and this team. And, you know, when you're a diehard fan, you don't want to let the season die. So anything you see is positive. Anything you see, you're like, yeah, okay, we beat the Bills, right? I'm not a Jets fan. That's why I said in my open, I think, you know, as much as people try to kill me for being a Dallas Cowboys fan, which I picked when I was a four or five-year-old kid, never thinking I'd ever be a radio host in New York City all those years I was rooting for Dallas and not switching my team, being loyal to myself. I think it gives me a good perspective on both teams because I'm not speaking with my heart in in any one of the Giants or Jets games or like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm not invested like that. I'm, I'm looking with a football eye as a former football player and a football mind. And, and I'll say this. With Zach Wilson performing the way he did on Sunday night, give the man credit first. Give the young man credit for not folding. When, you know, that game started, it was looking like more of the same. 17-0 in the first quarter. We're like, like I'm always going to get uneasy in there. They're about to start booing. They're about to start throwing his jersey on the field again. But something clicked. Something changed. And what I know from football is it's a week-to-week league. They study film. They asked Willie Gay, when you watch the film of the Jets, uh, what do you think about their quarterback? What do you think about their offense? And he laughed. A a, a team that want to run the ball, he said. Basically laughed it off because, like, when you study that film from the Patriots game, what did they do? What did Zach Wilson do? They weren't successful in the rain, in the wind. They tried to run the ball, but they really could not open the offense up two weeks after losing Aaron Rodgers. But they had another week to prepare, another week to say, okay, we got to do some stuff that Zach is confident in doing. He's not Aaron Rodgers. What plays can we run to get him in uh, you know, a good throwing motion with a clear lane? What plays can we run to get the defense on their heels? So as good as Steve Spagnuolo is and that defense that won the Super Bowl last year, they respect the talent that's on the Jets at wide receiver, at running back. At quarterback and that offensive line, they're not as bad as we wanted to make them out to be. They're they're going to be all right. They need more reps together, and they're getting them. But what I'm saying is, they saw a lot of plays and a lot of things that they could not plan for, that they could not scheme for. They were caught off guard a little bit by some of the throws Zach made, like the reverses, the flea flick. Like there was, they they got different play calls in there. That's how you're supposed to play. When I'm watching the game Sunday night, live tweeting it from my house, I'm saying, okay, now he's playing football. Now he's taking chances to push the ball down the field. 
He's not being conservative. He's not being scared. He's not being a uh, 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 check down Charlie. He's he's throwing the ball downfield. But he still missed a ton of open receivers. He still missed a ton of open reads. He still fumbled the ball. He didn't throw interceptions, but he had a crucial turnover that decided the game. So before we say that he's going to be a superstar, before we say that he's the quarterback of the future, he could be the quarterback for 10 years, he's found it. That's a one-game sample size with Taylor Swift hanging over it and all of the eyes and ears and attention in the football world and New York City on Sunday Night Football, no other game on. At least what you got are, are these two things. Zach Wilson had some cojones, right? He had some, uh, you know, I don't even know, like just some moxie about him, some compete in him, some dog in him, and not puppy in him where he decided, all right, you guys all think I'm going to fail, right? I give him that. He matured. I see a different guy. Like Even the way he handled it before the game, he could have taken a shot at Joe Namath. He could have taken a shot at his critics. Instead, he went and let his play do the talking. So you have that, that the kid didn't fold and crumble in the moment. That's a ton of pressure. He rose to the occasion somewhat. And the second thing you have is your season is not completely over. But Rob Sala coming out there after the game, he was riding high on it. Like, oh, if he plays like that, we're going to win a lot of football games. A lot of football games? What do you mean? Rob Sala, a lot of football? Like, you you got you got satisfactory quarterback play for like five drives. Now you're convinced that that quarterback can lead you to victory and you're going to win a lot of football games? Look at your own schedule. We got to stop the hype. We got to stop embellishing. We got to just look at what we have. And be honest with ourselves. Liam is out in Houston. What's up, Liam? Thanks for waiting. You're on the fan. Hello, Keith. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so you hit it earlier. Uh, my point is that, you know, when when things were going bad for the teams here in New York and, and the baseball season, we're like, oh, that's, we can't wait for football. Now we're dealing with this. Uh, you know, both teams being being uh, where they're at and horrendous. Um we're looking, looking for, you know, looking forward to the next season. Um, I find it interesting. I know it's only four games, but the entire AFC South has a better record than both the Jets and the Giants. <laughs> so, which is, which is pretty, you know, we were talking about, you talking about parity before. That's pretty cool. But uh, last time we spoke, we were talking about our New Jersey Devils. Now, uh, I'm a Knicks fan, but I don't really trust that team. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the Devils' upcoming season. I know you mentioned that you are. Devils are doing pretty well. We're do- I know it's only postseason, preseason, so we can't get too excited, but they won the first two, you know, one by one they goal. They stacked the deck. Get the excited. High- they did what you're supposed to do when you feel like you're close. They had a great season last year and got close, and they didn't rest on their laurels. They said, yo, who can we get? Who can we keep here? How can we improve? Like, they stack the deck like I want the Yankees to do. I, like, the Devils are smelling it right now. That's why I'm excited for the opener. I'll see you guys at the opener next Thursday. Like, I'm going to go to the opener, and I'm going to drive over here and do the show. Like, I'm all in on the Devils because I honestly think out of all the teams I root for, they actually have a chance to get to the championship and win it. It's it, it's going to be a fun season. Talking about championship and winning, now I'm here down in Houston, and uh, uh, I know you're a Yankees fan, and the Yankees fans hate the Astros, but, like, um, it, it, you got to give them some credit. They are who we thought they were. They fought till I'm watching the Arizona Diamondbacks. They had to sweep the Diamondbacks to win the division and get themselves a bye, and they got it done. It's October. They know what to do. This is their time of year. 
And, you know, like for me last week, I was, you know, I was paying attention to to that, you know, and I was like, you know what, the Astros, they're going to they'll take the wild card, you know, um, especially after they lost that first game, against, you know, against the Mariners. And then, you know, you, like you say, you never underestimate the heart of the champion. Yep. And they just did that. They're still the champion. They're still, you know, the, they're the, the reigning champs. Champion. They've gone to the ALCS the six champion. years in a row. And when I say they know what to do in the captain, Derek Jeter talked about how those guys in the clubhouse, no matter what happened in the regular season, they had the muscle memory, the confidence, and they knew what to do in October to get to the World Series. And I, I feel that the Astros are going to look around at this American League and say, yeah, we, we have a, a path to get right back. And, uh, you know, as you know, as the baseball goes, it's not really it's, – it's it's really about who got hot at the right time. You know, if you're if you're hit, hit, clicking in all cylinders going into uh, to the playoffs, you have a really good chance of winning the World Series, especially when you're a um, – uh, you know, the reigning world of uh, world series champions, but just one last point on baseball, if I may, uh, it's pretty crazy where we're at, like how, how times have changed. If you look at the top of, uh, the, 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 um, uh, the, 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 the AL and especially in the AL East, right. You have the, uh, the Orioles with 101 wins. And then if, what was it? Then you have the Rays and the Jays. And usually you would say, if you get a hundred, hundred wins, you're probably winning the division, but not this year. And then you look at the bottom, it's like the Yankees and, 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 the, and the Red Sox. Like, who would have thunk, you know? But uh, it, baseball is a weird, weird sport, and it's, a, it's, it's, it's definitely fun to watch right now. And um, I'm definitely rooting for the Astros. Thank you for the time, and uh, have a good night. Thanks for the call, Liam. Yeah, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to watch the Astros get back to an ALCS and maybe win back-to-back World Series. And then they'll be able to laugh at Yankee fans again. Oh, who's the last team to win back-to-back? 99-2000? Nope, put us in there. And then going into next year when the Yankees are supposed to be back and run an audit and do all of these things so that they can stop being runner-up, the Astros will probably be the actual team that goes out and gets a Jose Abreu or fires their GM and finds another guy to come in and do the same job. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I, I like they do what it takes to win. They have home field advantage. Their fans sell that place out. They have guys like Altuve, Bregman, Kyle Tucker, Jordan Alvarez. They at the deadline say, "Oh, we can get Justin Verlander back." Yeah, let's do that. Keep in mind, they also tanked for about seven years, which is how they got all their good okay, players. Okay, so what? The Yankees will never tank, but look at the look at the Baltimore Orioles. Perfect example. The Texas Rangers lost a ton of games. What goes around came right back around quick for them. That was a strategy. Right. Hope is not a strategy. And I'll, t- I'll tell you this. In your own division, even the Orioles, and you know all Yankee fans really focus on the Astros because that's the one. They, they beat you a lot. The Orioles are going to have a – you're going to have a rough time with them in that division because the Orioles have so much good young talent. And the pitching is there, and they're going to become a desirable place to play. They, 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 they follow the same – Approach I'm, as the Astros. You're preaching to the choir. I'm well aware. They changed the dimensions of their ballpark because in the AL East, these ballparks, home runs fly out of them. And they said, okay, the Yankees are coming here with Gary Sanchez and Glaber Torres and Aaron Judge and bopping all these home runs on us. No, build a ballpark, Waldemore, whatever their nickname is for it. They changed that. And you know what? They just signed a new 30-year lease on Camden Yards, Utah Street, Oriole Park at Camden Yards. If you've never been there, it's amazing. Love it in Baltimore. Bro, one year I went to Pimlico for Preakness. We blacked out there and then found ourselves (laughs) at Camden Yards that night. 
the Yankees weren't even playing, and I had a blast. Um, now they have this Mr. Splash and this whole Birdland thing. And the birdbath with the Adam yeah. Jones. Adam Jones is pulling up. They they gave him this like retirement ceremony. They're spraying water on the fans. Um, I had somebody come on my show. I forget his name. Um, and he was telling, giving me the game. Like, this was all planned. This was all strategy. Stay down till you come up. They didn't plan on staying down forever. They they hit on their picks, and that's how you see Adley Rutschman come in. They haven't been losing since that guy got behind the plate. Gunnar Henderson, there's more on the way. Jackson Holiday, like they they have too many young players. They're not going anywhere for a little while. Don't let them get the pitching. Right. Don't let them actually figure out their pitching all the way. And even the even the veterans they get. And listen, no one's saying Aaron Hicks is the middle of the order, but he's a veteran presence in the lineup. Yeah, and the Yankees who's got a few him. big hits. Oh, the Yankees gave him that contract, DFA'd him. Sure, we could use a guy because Cedric Mullins got hurt. You know, so Cedric for- Mullins gets hurt. Yeah, we'll take Aaron Hicks. Josh and- Donaldson playoffs two for three tonight. I'm not surprised. That's another thing. As I talk about the hype in New York, it's a pressure cooker and how intense we are and how badly we want it. And it doesn't always compute. The math ain't mathing. These guys come here and they can't play here. That's crazy. They can't perform here. The pinstripes are heavy here. It's crazy that that happens. All the time it happens. Every season. Joey Gallo's in the postseason. Aaron Hicks is in the postseason. That reminds me. I gotta go through my my hate list. (laughs) All all the former Yankees I'm rooting against uh, in in this postseason. And part of that hate is hating on Brian Cashman. He's the reason that a lot of these guys aren't here or were here or got traded here and couldn't play here. Like, I I, I don't know how you figure it out. I don't know if, it, if there's a guy in the scouting department. I don't know if you look up their history. But you got to bring guys here that have the medal. You got to bring guys here that can play here, that the pinstripes. That, like, like Harrison Bader, when he came here, I'm like, oh, well, he's a New Yorker. I'm like, this guy, he's not, he's not phased by Yankee Stadium, the pressure of the fans, social media. But a lot of these guys come here and fold. They can't get it done. It's easy to go play in, in Baltimore, Maryland. It's easy to go play in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's crickets out there. It's quiet until you come to the stadium, and then you got a bunch of weirdo fans that are just like, yay, whatever you guys do is cool, yay. Because there's no pedigree there. There's no expectation of World Series there. They don't have history to reference like we do. Well, they do, but not. Yeah, the, 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 those are good franchises. Those are that they, they have pedigree. They they just haven't won in decades. Right. They have the history, history. But I'm not. I'm talking about. There is a solid group of Yankee fans now, my age, like millennial age, that we grew up with the Yankees dominating. And now that we can go to the ballpark, buy tickets, buy beers, spend on legends and sweets, or whatever, we're looking at the Yankees like this is not it. Spoiled by success. This is not what we grew up on. This is not what brainwashed me into being a fan. It's crazy, and and, and I'll, uh, just to reference it back to football a little, a little bit, how I was having a discussion about like Zach Wilson, Brock Purdy, Daniel Jones, and how you were saying the pinstripes are heavy, and sometimes you just don't have it in you. And going back to the NFL, do you consider like the Daniel Jones struggling last night? Is he a product of everything around him, or is he just not a good player? I think he's right? a good is- quarterback, but like I said in my open – he was impaired. He was playing in an altered state. He couldn't, he could not, like, he took so many hits. He was missing reads. He took so many hits. He was missing, like, I, like, come on, bro. And I just saw the Dan Orlovsky clip where 
There's a there's a cowboy blitz. There's a corner blitz coming. It's so easy to see. They teach you as a high school quarterback, throw at pressure. That's a pre-snap read when you get to the line and you see that guy coming, yeah. throw at him. He because where he where he vacates, there's gonna be one less guy throw there. Daniel Jones turned his back to it, which shows me he was in the twilight zone. He was hit so many times he wasn't processing the information correctly because but that's on the He's player. In hell. That's on the player. The player's got to adjust. It is on him, but but it's he also like Zach on Wilson the offensive night. line, the play calling, the GM for not having a better offensive line. It's compounded. It's it's more than just Daniel Jones, a forty million dollar quarterback. That's not good enough. He's taken so many hits. It's hard to operate I guess, after taking all those hits. Right, and, and I agree. You there I is agree, no Saquon Barkley safety blanket right. here, Saquon. I can take a play off without getting the hit. Play action I can, with Saquon, yeah. obviously, all that plays. Andrew effective. Thomas to protect my blind side, like there. It's it's different, man. I, I just hear people piling on Daniel Jones and talking about the money he makes, expecting him to be a different guy. I've been saying this since last year. Last year was a prove-it year. He proved it to them. Right? For only a year. Only a year he proved it. And the Giants thought that year was enough well, last to give year, him I think all I was, the money. I said it backwards. Last year was an earn-it year. Since they didn't pick up that option, which would have been $22 million, okay, you got to earn some money now. Right now, you're playing for your contract. Um it, it prove it or earn it, but like what I'm saying is to say this because like Judge had a year. Judge and Daniel Jones and Judge make the same amount of money. Judge had the greatest prove it year of God, all time. When you say it like that. That's so ridiculous. Forty million dollar a year that's player. So ridiculous. Forty million dollar a year player. A lot of Yankee Giants fans root for them both. I, I think it was a prove it year where he did prove it, and I bet you the Giants are wishing they picked up that fifth year option on the guy. Um, but now you got to really earn it. Now you got to really earn it. You got to run. You got to throw. And, man, I take back. I was saying he was going to be a 25-touchdown quarterback this year with the weapons that he had, uh, with getting paid and having that security and thinking that Kafka and Dable another year in that system. It's on the coaches, too. I'm disappointed in Brian Dable a lot. A lot. It's I think it's not everyone, but at one point— This team gets penalized. They look undisciplined. These guys don't—they don't know what to do too much. That's on the head coach. You had extra time to prepare for the Seattle Seahawks. Yep. You got Tiki Barber saying this is a peer-tier matchup, and every night I got on to say they're not in the same tier. This is not a peer-tier. You got Sean Morass saying this is a playoff game. Well, then you're out. You're done. You're eliminated. I'm like, this is not a playoff game. This is a team that's going to come in here and beat you with Pete Carroll coaching them, a well-coached team that has enough talent, and you don't. They've rebuilt a lot faster than you. They moved on from Russell Wilson to Geno Smith knowing what they had in him. You have Daniel Jones, and you're not sure what you have. You have Saquon Barkley, who the whole offseason was up. Pay Quan, pay Saquon. He's not available. Andrew Thomas got paid. He's not available. Dexter Lawrence got paid. Is he wreaking havoc? He's still sexy Dexy in the middle, but it's not like he's breaking the game open, man. They still have a lot of holes. They're still a team with a roster that does not have as much talent as we thought, and they are in a rebuild. It is year two. So even though we crowned them last year when they were able to steal games, what did I say on the fan? You're not sneaking up on anybody this year. You have the coach of the year and a $40 million quarterback. You're going to really have to go out there and earn it every week. And that's the point. If you're going to, my point with Daniel Jones is if you're paying him like a top 10 quarterback, which is what you're paying him as, it doesn't matter what's around him. He's got to drag the team. He's just got to perform. He has to do that. But he was never that. He went to do. They paid him like that. I don't, that's in the past. You they know, paid him I, like I he's heard, a top I, 10 guy. I hear guy. these examples of these quarterbacks that have been able to drag their teams, that have been able to do more with less. He never was that. Then they, they needs, then that's a bad fiscal decision. Damn they perfect made. conditions around him. Then that's a bad decision. The, the Giants are paying him like a top ten quarterback, 
and he has not played. And, and my point is, when you're paying him that way, no matter what the offensive line is, the weapons, you drag your teams to win. You can't drag this team. They're, they're, they're heavy. That's a lot of weight. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they're sinking fast, quicksand. Uh, on defense, too. Again, defense not tackling. Again, just like guys running through arm tackles. Drew Locke stepped into that game. Geno Smith got knocked out of the game. You knock out the starting quarterback. You're supposed to come up. Nope. Drew Locke goes and drives him down, scores a touchdown. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the Giants talk. I really want to save it for Dan Duggan at 10 o'clock. But call me up. If you want to talk Giants, call me up. When we come back, we'll hit on Zach Wilson and some more things that I saw from the Jets game Sunday night. And then by 10, Dan will hit us with the Giants stuff. In the last two hours, we'll take your call. Uh, your calls on the Jets, the Giants, the Yankees, the Mets, anything you guys want to talk about postseason baseball. All right, halfway through my five-hour show, KM to AM returns after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Oh, yeah. This is the uh, Gallagher's 3000 beat. Fellas, no photography. Keep your phones down. Welcome back to the stage. Your favorite dancer, it's Peaches. On the fan. <laughs> That's the strip club intro. I used to do that back in the day. In another lifetime, I exist differently in uh, different realms. I used to DJ at Centerfolds on the Asbury Circle in Monmouth County. Down the shore, you know what I'm talking about. I used to be in there till 5 a.m. with the strippers. Wouldn't make it up. Wouldn't make it up. You know, you got to do what you got to do sometimes to survive out here. When I was younger, I stumbled into that job. How did I stumble into that job? Shout out to Kira. 
And Kira's still a, a big fan and, and still hits me up. She's on to, like, real estate and other things. But she used to run that strip club. Boy, did I see some things in that strip club. I became a man in that strip club. I started working in there when I was 19. And I came in there, faded one night, and the DJ was terrible. And I just started calling him out. And I'm like, one, we're trying to vibe. The bar is closed, right? Like, in the shore area, the bar is last call, 130. Bar, you could stay in some of the bars in Asbury Park till like, 2. Um, but for the most part, we're sliding. We're going right up 35, and we're going to the strip club, and they're open till 4, 5 if you're persuasive and you know how to play the game. And I used to DJ in there from 7 p.m. to 5. And I remember one day coming in there as just a patron, and I'm like, bro, you're messing the girls up. I'm like, you you not being able to play the right music and keep a consistent beat going. Like, these girls aren't able to dance, and it's not like you're messing up everybody's night. And uh, Kira overheard me uh, berating the DJ, who was an old man. <laughs> and she's like, you think you could do better? And I'm like, yes. Actually, I do think I could do a lot better. Uh, I checked out their equipment. Back then, we were DJing on CDs. And, uh, yeah, she gave me a Sunday shift. <laughs> don't ever go to strip club Sunday at, like, 1 o'clock. And this was years ago, bro. You don't you don't want to be in there. It's not what you think it is. But I got better. And... Uh, I started getting some Friday nights, Saturday nights, and I'm telling you, I used, to, I used to come out of there with so much money that when I would go to the bank Monday, they would think I was a drug dealer. They would be looking at me sideways, like, why do you have all of this cash, young man? You're 19 years old? I'll get to long story. I don't have time to explain. Some of the people listening from my home area know what I'm talking about. They, Some of my friends were the most supportive people, and the way that it worked was that each girl is supposed to pay you out. And there could be three to four girls on stage every 10 to 15 minutes in an hour. And like, I, Paulie's cracking up. I'm, I'm, I'm not making this up. This is my real life. This is, this is what I used to do years ago before I, you know, I don't even know how I went from that to this. But yeah, when I hear, hear that Genuine Pony, that was definitely a song we used to drop. I know we used to run Gallagher's 3000 ads here at the fans. And uh, DJ Mac Diesel on the ones and twos, I used to have to... You know, tell the guys, put their phones away, no photography, no videoing, tip your your dancers, uh, make sure you get a private dance, private dances are available. Yeah, yeah. What a moment at 9.30 on a Tuesday night that we just had Keith McPherson breaking that in a I, previous I, life. I, I, my bad, DJing I thought it was... at Centerfold. I thought it was 1.30, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been on late for all these nights during the baseball that, season, I thought it was 1.30. That past five minutes... That will make the rounds. Yeah, that's classic. Oh, yes. But that's real life. That's real life. And, uh, you know, maybe next summer, not even next summer, you know, if you guys want to have a night at Centerfolds, we can go down there VIP. We can go down there VIP. 877-337-6666. Yeah, every girl's got to tip you out. So before those girls count all their money and leave, and there were literally some girls that could come in there for four hours and not have to work the rest of the week, they're supposed to tip the DJ. And the minimum you could tip the DJ was $20. And some nights there would be 40 to 50 girls there. So you do the math. Um, and I don't know. Girls like me. Uh, you know, when I was younger, I, you know, I had, a, I had a way with the ladies. So a lot of those girls were my friends. And they weren't going to shortchange me. Some of those girls would try and run out the door. And then we have the bouncer go get them. And they're like, hey, don't do that to Keith. G give, him, give him his tip. Make sure you pay him out. Or if you didn't. Shout out to Kira. Kira would write their name down, and before you came back for your next shift, 
she put the money in an envelope and that money will get to me. That's that's what I used to do. Can't make it up. I lived, I lived a bunch of different lives before I became the nighttime host at WFAM, but you should live different lives. It makes you a more well-rounded person and you have different experiences that you can pull from and things like that. Anthony's down in Tom's River, not too far from Monmouth County where I used to live. What's up, Ant? You're on the fan. Yo, man, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. I've been on hold for a minute, and I called to give you props uh, on your show maybe uh, three times. This is the third time I hear you. Now, this sounds crazy, but I'm on the road. I'm a, I'm a construction worker. I drive a truck. 5 a.m. or 4 a.m., I got Chris McMonagle and everybody in between. Usually, I'm done. Sometimes, I'm just hearing beginning of the Yankee game with John Sterling, but very rarely. So now the Yankees are out of it. I'm still driving home. I'm almost home. Literally, like, sports all day. But I appreciate you because you got this flow, man. Unlike everybody. Everybody's got a personality. You know what I'm saying? Like, Chris has his own. And uh, I forget. Who's uh, who's on at 5 to 6? Al? Yep, Al, Al Dukes, Jerry Rico. Al Dukes. And then, yeah, Al Jerry, right, they got the one hour, they always diss themselves, and then Boomer and Geo, and they're always, like, making jokes, and it's, like, like a lot of, you know, humor, which is awesome, but you sound like a sports analyst, I appreciate it, so I was like, let me call in and just give them props, because you had a segment before where, like you said, they didn't mention you, I was, like, laughing, I'm like, yo, they better be aware of this guy, because he knows himself. They are. <laughs> they are. That's why I think it's hilarious as as Evans talking about the uh, New York Yankees and going through the Yankee fans at the fan. Maybe I maybe I misheard, but I'm like, oh, you you left out one one Yankee fan at the fan. You left out. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, they gotta watch out for you, dude, because you're in your lane, brother. I appreciate. I that. am. You I know am. what I think of? I I don't know if you know uh, Kevin Burkhart. Of course. Of course. Okay, I went to high school with him. And he lives in my town. And I didn't know him very well, but we had a serious Nerf football tackle game that we did for, like, every weekend for, for a couple of years, man. And he was, like, the sports dude. And you, you had that. He always had sports come out of his mouth. He knew everything. And you remind me of him, and he obviously went right up. And I feel like as if that you could be that guy. You know what I mean? Like, you have that personality that – like I don't want to. Stop no, that's, that's high praise. Listening. I'm very, I'm very familiar with with Kevin Burkhardt. I was actually just t- talking to, uh, I think his name was Pat at Dick Sporting Goods. Shout out to Pat. Pat, if you're listening, sorry, I, I I might even have your name wrong, but I know your cat's name is Teddy because you showed me your cat, who's the same breed as my cat, and. He went to school with Kevin Burkhardt, and he said something similar about me and Kevin. And man, Kevin just called the Super Bowl, so that's that's high praise. Well, he he went right up. I mean, he was he stayed in his Started land. Here. He never gave up. You know what I'm saying? And you're talking about your your uh, your career, your path that you took, and then you dropped centerfolds into it. I'm like, yo, this kid's nuts. But I was already on hold. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's crazy, man. I love it, dude. I mean, I dude, I was never there. Because I always lived in Bluefield. Now I live in Thomas River, South Jersey. But, you know, a lot of good times. What, where's the you know, spot that you guys go to? Because I've been in all the strip clubs down there. And it was Ventilation. Okay. There's another one, I think, in Wall. I can't. I'm blanking on the names. I, I haven't no, gone I'm in years. I'm talking up north. On the north side of the big bridge on the parkway. I grew up, you know. Okay. Bluefield, I'm thinking down right in Thomas River. Kevin. 
we went to Bloomfield High School. So, yeah, like, it was like um, uh, Lookers and Elizabeth was big, you know. And a lot of fun, you know, nothing grimy, but a lot of good times. Hey, what, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> hey, and thanks well, for the call. I love music, bro. You're a DJ. I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm on hold, ready to give this guy props. Now he's just blowing it out the water. It's got to be different, it. right? It can't be Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones the whole day, you know. Dude, dude, it was. But, dude, I'm talking every day because it's hard to explain. I mean, I love music, but... I'm almost like, I don't know, I'm hooked on the sports because everyone's got a take on it. And I don't, like, I I, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, I'm I'm with, with the, I'm a Giants. Well, huge well, Giants. I'm, I'm, I love the Yankees, too, but I don't watch that many games to really, like, know what I'm saying. No, nah, it's all good, man. I, I appreciate like, it. Giants, we appreciate yeah, it. Yankees, Mets, all day, 12 hours. And I'm doing my job in the truck, but it's cool because everyone's got their take on it. Yep. You know, like, everyone's got different backgrounds. Everybody's got a different approach and style, different amount of years that they've been on air, different ages, different like, and that's how it should be for a 24 hour sports talk show station. It can't be the same sound. It can't be the same stuff every hour. It's got to have some diversity. It's got to be different or you're literally listening to the same thing. And then, you know, that's, that's not, that's not how radio is supposed to work. You know, this is by design. Thank you for the call. 877-337-6666. Dan Duggan at 10 to talk Giants. Let's take a break here, and I'll see how many calls I can fit in before we bring in our guests. KM to AM. Keith McPherson on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. During the time that I worked with Roger Clemens, I injected him on numerous occasions with steroids and human growth hormone. I also injected Andy Pettit and Chuck Knobloch with HDH. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Got the club going up. You can find me in the club. Going up on a Tuesday. Tuesday, baby, Tuesday. Did y'all ever hit that club in New York? It was funny. I was wondering, I was like, why do I always say Tuesday, baby, Tuesday? I know it comes from somewhere. Tuesday, baby, Tuesday. So I Googled it, and I was like, oh, I forgot all about that. I don't know if this is still in existence. 80 Madison Avenue, Suite 3H. I, I think this is a new thing. Every single Tuesday, doors open at 11 p.m. Maybe I'll slide there tonight. You probably got to be on the guest list. But what I used to do... There's, there used to be this club in New York. I don't know if it's around anymore. It's been now nine years called Finale. And I think their promo group, their promoter group, had had a party called Tuesday Baby Tuesday when I was in MLB Fan Cave. We were in a baseball prison. Just kidding. In a baseball operation. It wasn't a prison, but we weren't really allowed to leave. First pitch to last out every day, we stayed at 692 Broadway. And when baseball would end for the day, we would go out into the streets in New York and literally party until the sun came up. And on Tuesdays, I could count on Tuesday, baby, Tuesday at finale. I thought it was at finale, but as I'm looking for it online, I'm like, maybe they changed it or maybe my memory just isn't that good. Tuesday, baby, Tuesday was like the Tuesday theme party. And uh, man, I'm not good with addresses. Uh, maybe somebody listening can clear that up for me. But, yeah, hopefully you're enjoying your Tuesday as we're watching postseason baseball, as we're still reflecting on week four. 
We have uh, one and three Jets, one and three Giants, and the outlook for the rest of the season is not that great. Um, the Mets, womp, womp, womp. The Yankees, boo. And, yeah, I guess I'll give you my hate list here before we bring in Dan Duggan. Giants fans, tell a friend to tell a friend. Dan Duggan is going to join me at 10, and I'm going to ask him some questions about the Giants. He's right there with them. He's been with them for some years now. Like, I, I, I got to get to the bottom of some things, so we'll ask him. I'm looking at my hate list and my root for list. I'll start with the guys that I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for Monty. He did well today with the Rangers. I'm rooting for Sonny Gray to do well with the Minnesota Twins. I know some people are like, why are you rooting for Sonny Gray? Sonny Sonny Gray, he smiled coming off the mound. Yeah, but if you are a fan of R2C2, CC Sabathia, and Ryan Rucco's podcast, Sonny Gray two years ago went on the podcast and explained that Larry Rothschild and the Yankees were making him throw certain pitches and not letting him throw certain pitches, and that's what led to his issues. He was an ace in Oakland. He became an ace again with Minnesota. How come the pinstripes were heavy here? How come he couldn't? be the best version of himself here. And that's another conversation we're going to have about the uh, the beard policy and the, the facial hair policy and the haircut policy. I think it's time. I think it's time. I think it's time to just let these guys look how they want to look. Like you don't, you don't have the, uh, you know, leverage that you used to have. You don't have the same mystique that you used to have. You're not chasing 28 anymore. Maybe one change that needs to happen is letting these grown men, like, look how they want to look. But anyway, I just got off on a tangent. Monty, I'm rooting for. Sonny Gray, I'm rooting for. Chad Green with Toronto, I'm rooting for. Now, here's the guys I'm hating on. Aaron Hicks with the Orioles. I'm hating on Hicks and the Orioles. Boo. Josh Donaldson and the Brewers. I wish him no luck. Don't wish him well at all. Aroldis Chapman and the Rangers. To think that I used to have visions of Aroldis Chapman getting the last out in the World Series for the Yankees. <laughs> Andrew Heaney, remember how much they forced that bum on us? Remember how many starts you had to watch that guy pitch? Remember they were bringing him out of the bullpen? We're like, he's cooked. He sucks. But they die hard on what? Let's say it all together. Their trades and their contracts. They traded for him, so they were going to get the innings out of him that they thought he was going to eat. I'm obviously rooting against the worst Yankee at the plate that we've seen in recent time, Joey Gallo. I think he was batting a mean 177. Ugh. Rooting against him and the Twins, Carlos Correa and the Twins. But we would like to see the Twins knock off the Blue Jays, right? Lance Lynn, I'm kind of indifferent on. I like don't even care about him. I barely remember uh, his time here with the Yankees. He's another guy that they probably just, the pitching coaches, they couldn't figure it out with him. And at his uh, stage in his career, he just throws fastballs, whatever. I think he'll be all right with the Dodgers. Uh, for the Mets fans, how do you feel about Mark Canna with the Brewers? Tommy Pham with the Diamondbacks. Justin Verlander with the Astros. I don't know if Scherzer's coming back for the Rangers. D-Rob with the Marlins. Miguel Castro was on both sides. He's with the Diamondbacks. All right, that's all I've got. I think it's more so. It's hard to root for just, you know, root against individual players. I think we just have rooting interests with teams. I want to see the whole AL East be eliminated. Done. Get those two teams out of the first round and then let Baltimore, uh, after their bye, sit there and rest and go cold, and then they get knocked out. But then that'll leave us with what? That's why I just, I, I hate it right now, and, and I'm mad at the Yankees. So if Tampa gets knocked out, Toronto gets knocked out, and, uh, you know, it's Texas versus Baltimore, and Texas beats Baltimore, you're not rooting for the Astros. 
You know, let's say it's Twins Astros. You're not rooting for the Astros, right? So then it's Houston versus Texas, and we need Texas to save us all. I'd like to see a Texas versus Atlanta World Series, two new ballparks. That'd be cool. And they've got a lot of talent on both of those teams. So, all right, folks, um, if you're on hold, stay on hold for 15 to 20 minutes while we talk to Dan Duggan. If you want to try and call back, do that at your own risk of not getting back on in the queue. I'm on till 12. Keith McPherson on the fan. We're going to talk about the FG men, the New York field goal giants right after this. You trust the fan for sports, and you trust 1010 Wins for news. Now on FM at 92.3. The official New York Giants app presented by DraftKings is your destination for all things New York Giants. The updated mobile app includes the best exclusive Giants content, plus breaking news alerts, highlights, photos, and podcasts. On game days, the mobile app allows you to access your mobile tickets, order food and beverages for easy pickup, and select live camera angles to enhance your experience. The New York Giants app presented by DraftKings is available for free on iPhone, iPad, and Android devices. Download the app today at the App Store or Google Play to unlock the best New York Giants content. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency on earth. And if you owe back taxes, the news isn't good. The IRS is raising the interest rate it charges on unpaid taxes. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.